Good day to all our fact fans and misinfo foes. Oh no. Yeah? Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to episode 17 of the FFS show. Your podcast about misinformation and fact checking by the fact checking team at the Ferret. I'm your host, as always, Ali Bryan, and with me, as always, Sam Gonsalves. Hello, fact fans and uh, everyone else. I'm trying to think of a pun. I cannot. I cannot think of yeah. one. Well, you're never going to find as good one as that one. No. Uh, <laughs> I'm good. I am, uh, yeah, busy week, uh, but lots of lots of things coming. Very exciting time for the fair, I think. So what have we been looking at this week when it comes to fact-checking, Ali? We've been looking at a controversy surrounding the Prime Minister of Great Britain, Boris Johnson. Okay. He was interviewed on Andrew Marr's Sunday BBC programme and challenged over a claim he made about wages. So we've been looking into the truth behind that controversy. I see. Now, what was the claim he made? Pretty straightforward. The claim he made was that wages were growing as, as we sort of emerged from the COVID-19 pandemic. Okay. But Andrew Marr interjected as he said that and said that he said something that isn't true about wages and cited the Office for National Statistics allegedly showing this to be untrue, saying wages were not keeping pace with inflation. Now, the statement, the claim that Boris made about mm. wages increasing is also from the Office of National Statistics. They seem to be both quoting from the same source. Okay. But it's just about who's quoting more accurately from that source. <laughs> and so is, is Mars, Mars' quote of the source accurate? We don't think so. We could not find anything in the ONS that, that backed up what he was saying. Okay. He said that in real terms, over the last three months, wages have gone down and not up. Just for people who don't know the term, in real terms means wages taking account of inflation. So obviously, if, if, if wages go up, but then the level of inflation is higher than the level of wages, then effectively wages are not going up. Right. So that was the point he was making, that over the last few months, wages were going down because they weren't keeping up with inflation. I see. Looking at those ONS statistics, that's not what it says at all. The latest report, which covers three months up to July, says that weekly earnings on average were £578 for total pay, that includes bonuses, and £542 for regular pay. Right. Wages like this basically steadily been increasing for years. Okay. In, in sort of actual numbers, with a small dip at the start of the pandemic. Right. But since then, you've kind of, you know, they've rebounded and continued to rise. But the statistics we think he was citing are the average weekly earnings, annual growth rates. Okay. So basically compares the three-month period, so this would be from uh, May to July in 2021, with the equivalent period a year before. Okay. The rate of annual uh, pay growth was 8.3% for total pay and 6.8% for regular pay. And the, only, the ONS report states that, quote, in real terms, total and regular pay are now growing at a faster rate than inflation at 6% for total pay and 4.5% for regular pay. So it right. seems that Andrew Mars got his stats a little bit wrong okay um it's possible looking at the statistics you might be referring to the rate of increase in annual pay growth this is where it gets quite compl complicated to describe yes <laughs> basically there's been a over the last few months there's been a reduction in the increase oh, okay yeah so yeah, yeah. for the previous period 
it would be 7.3% increase. And for the latest period, it's 6.8%. Okay. So it's possible that he's referring to that and has slightly mixed it up. So is is the original statement from Johnson that, that wages have been increasing accurate then? Broadly, yes. Okay. But there's a significant but, as uh-huh. quite often there is. The main measure the ONS uses is the average pay growth uh, rates for wages. Because they compare a year, you know, yearly, so they compare this year with last year. Yeah. You have a problem this year because the, what you're comparing against last year was basically the point where pan- the pandemic started to really affect people's wages. Okay. So May to June this year compared to May to June 2020 is comparing with, with a, a sort of unusually low base, which yeah. means the difference in, you know, the increase from this year to last year is going to be artificially high. I see, I see. So you're basically going to get a bigger change than you might otherwise. Yeah. And the yeah. ONS themselves have been cautioning about this for a while uh, in their statistics saying basically around this period, be very cautious about these comparisons and how much you can draw from them because some of the reason that we've got a higher growth rate this year is because wages were falling last year. Right. Um, and there's also a second point, which is what they call a compositional effect. Okay. And that's because during the, the COVID-19 pandemic as in total, yeah. those who are in lower paid positions were also at greater risk of losing their jobs during the pandemic. I see. Um, as we've all seen through, you know, throughout this, the last year. Yeah. That results in there being fewer lower paid people in the workforce. And right. then that leads to an increase in average earnings. So for those oh, who are still in work, right. there's an increase. But it's also, but it's become slightly misleading. I see. The analogy that they use in the ONS, which I think is quite useful, yeah. is think of it like height. So if the shortest person that's in a room leaves, then the average height of those remaining rises. Right, right, right. right. No one's really got any taller but the composition yeah. of the room has changed pushing up the average height okay that so makes people sense. Who, are, who are earning less than average wages if they leave the workforce that pushes right. up the average yeah so really like with these statistics it's going to be a while before we we can look at them without the impact of covid like that's covid yeah. has made a big a big impact on how we read them for the kind of foreseeable future i guess and so what was the verdict that you that you reached for this one we went with mostly true that's when the claim is still true but requires further information or clarification to create a full picture the definition i know you like the definitions i love it he's right that wages are rising um even when adjusted for inflation the ons says that they're growing but we have to be cautious when we're looking at these statistics and drawing too much out of them because we're comparing 2021 earnings with a point in 2020 where many people's wages were being impacted by COVID. And yeah. we're also looking at the compositional effects, which you mentioned earlier. And so it just gives us a sort of note of caution yes. on drawing too much from those statistics. Now, talking about context, um, mm. I was on Twitter today, Ali. I don't know. Oh, yeah. The, the social media platform. Yeah, I've um, heard of it. So I'm going through Twitter, and wasn't the number one trending topic today, this morning, about misinformation? Wow. Um, so, of course, when I see misinformation, I think of you. Uh, I think of our <laughs> listeners. Um, <laughs> and I wondered, I wonder what your take was on this. So here's the main headline. Bill Gates said healthcare and vaccines could reduce unsustainable population growth in a 2010 TED Talk. Right. 
So this has been taken by lots of websites saying that the um, that basically he's saying that he could use vaccines to reduce yeah the population, the population. number. Now, now I I wondered like just from from hearing it cold without having researched it, can you pick mm-hmm. on what the yeah yeah what the kind of bit of misinformation is that people are taking from this um, and what maybe was actually meant. Right. So uh, first thing that strikes me about that is the word is the word unsustainable um, rather than population growth. So that's talking about a specific uh, sustainability. I'm assuming the sustainability of uh, population growth, both on like healthcare services and also on like the earth itself. So Um, in fact, I'll read you his actual words. Um, This is from the TED talk. First, we've got population. Now, the world today has 6.8 billion people. That's headed up to about 9 billion. Now, if we do a really great job on new vaccines, healthcare, reproductive health services, we could lower that by perhaps 10 or 15%. But there we see an increase of uh, about 1.3. In the full quote, he's talking about reproductive health, is he not? Uh Uh-huh. Which I imagine has quite specific uh, impact on population growth in terms of giving people the right advice on uh you know uh, contraception and also you know yes use of um healthcare services and plant you know at what they call, you know in what in america gets called planned parenthood and, that's right uh-huh. you know, family planning type things but also going to have an impact uh, i'm interested to see the connection with vaccines because obviously the vaccine it sounds like he's speaking generally about a number of things Yes. Um, and vaccines is just one of them. But having not seen the thing himself, I'd be interested to know what the connection yeah. he's drawing between vaccines and unsustainable population growth is. Because I mean, my assumption, I mean, the assumption of the anti-vaxxer would be uh-huh. to, to say, aha, he's using vaccines to kill people. Yeah. My feeling is that that's probably not what he's saying. And if he was, if he was using a TED Talk, he wouldn't. I don't think he would necessarily use a TED talk to announce his evil plan of killing people with vaccines. Yes, uh, that's just my totally. sort of in my, my sort of immediate viewpoint. Yeah, no, that makes sense, and I think I think that's why it takes kind of looking at the wider picture of that TED talk as well, right? Because he yeah. he is talking about he opens it to talk about um, sustainability in, in the future, and, mm-hmm. and truly the word vaccines is only said twice in this um 23 minute talk. Yeah. Um but it's mentioned in there as part of the overall program of the you know Gates yeah. Foundation, the the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Um yeah, so it's interesting because he does drop that in there, but it's it's not a talk about vaccines. One thing that that I caught on the Associated Press fact check of this is that they linked to a another Bill Gates uh, interview from 2012, where he actually says that the link between vaccination and lower population growth is that parents, you know, in places with a very high mortality rate, uh, th- there's a kind of trend to have more kids. You know, if the mortality rate of children is is very high. Um, yeah, but if actually if there are vaccines for children and they're not dying of certain diseases very early on in life, parents tend to feel more confident in you know that their kids will survive and that 
and they mm. tend to not have as many kids as they might have um, in if they weren't so sure about the healthcare that they could receive. Yeah. Um, so that's the link, and, and and you know you could disagree with whether that link makes sense or not, but but that kind of contextualizes a little bit of what he was yeah. talking about in the TED talk and how vaccines do impact on um, population growth in a sense. So that was that a live fact check? I mean, we would go through through more 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 than uh, just looking at it. Uh, but but this was a kind of good good yeah, little it's like peek a live into. Fact check, live, it's like a live fact check if the person fact checking has no access to any sources. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. New new new. Uh, we could do a new like strand vague vague fact checks. Vague fact checks. Yes. <laughs> if you're listening and you do have little bits of that that you found over the years and you want us to talk about then send it over it'd be really interesting to just look at the different types of of um, misinformation out there or the different types of how people change things and change headlines and yeah this one thing that's useful about this podcast is kind of showing people a little bit about what we do and how we do it so any questions about that are gratefully received That's all for this podcast. Episode 17 is done. Did you enjoy yourself, Sam? What a ride. What a, what what a roller coaster ride. <laughs> and thanks again for putting me on the spot about something I didn't know about. It's my pleasure, and it's the reason I love this podcast. Yes, um, what you relish. Yes. Remember, if you want to join to become a part of the ferret, go to theferret.scot forward slash subscribe. If you have anything you want to suggest, about this podcast or about fact checking in general, you can email us at factcheck at the ferret.scot and you can get us on social media at ferret scott on Twitter. Yep. Search for the ferret on Facebook and oh. Instagram something. <laughs> it's ferret.scot on Instagram. Ah, oh, so close. Whoever made all these accounts didn't think to keep them all. The same. I know. I know. <laughs> Make it confusing for somebody who can only remember about two words like me. <laughs> okay, well, see you next time. Bye.